Attention all you rule breakers, you misfits and troublemakers, all you free spirits and pioneers, all you visionaries and nonconformists. Everything the establishment has told you is wrong with you is actually what's right with you. You see things others don't. You are listening to the Spiritual Activist Radio Show, and I am Rahasia Uncensored, where we look at the world not as it is, but as we know it can be, if and only if we have the courage to question the answers we've been given. This is our world, and it's time for us to take it back. Well, hello. This is Rahasia Uncensored again on the Spiritual Activist Channel on BBS Radio. I'm also on Rumble, BitChute, and if I behave myself, they let me stay on YouTube occasionally, but I, I'm pushing it there quite a bit. I don't put all of my stuff up there anymore, but you can always catch everything I'm talking about on bbsradio.com forward slash spiritual activist. And today, I you know what? If this was three years ago, and I was listening to me today talk about what I'm going to talk about today, I would swear up and down I'm out of my mind, um, a little bit crazy, conspiracy theorist to the max, but you know what? <laughs> I, I, we're here. We're, we're, we're out there right now, and this is going to get really real the, the more we start talking about this and being truthful. And I'm seeing this happen in people. I'm seeing a weird thing, too, happen. Maybe I'll try to get into this a little bit later in the show. Uh, I'm seeing this happen like it's a mind virus of some kind. Because I'm I'm seeing family and friends, uh, after they get the vaccination, they're changing. And I don't know why that is. I I can only imagine that... uh, it might have something to do with the vaccine because it's happening too often. And I'm not an anti-vaxxer, although I am, cons- I am suspicious of all vaccines at this point. But um, I guess according to the Webster, new Webster dictionary term, I, I guess I am an anti-vaxxer because I, I don't believe in mandates. I still believe we have a little bit of freedom left Freedom to do the things and watch the things that we're going to watch right now. This is a nurse, and so many nurses and doctors are speaking out now. It's, it's ridiculous when I hear people saying that uh, nurses and doctors are all for the vaccinations and they're really going for it, and it's the best thing that's ever happened. And Listen to what this nurse says, because she's, she's more concerned about um, children, and, and so am I. Here she is. My name is Colette Martin. I'm an RN of 17 years, 12 years oncology. In the past five years, I've been a float resource nurse to all the different floors in the hospital. I'm extremely concerned with the idea of mandating this vaccine for our children. The reactions we're seeing in the hospital with adults are terrifying and they're being ignored. Just some examples of post-vaccine reactions or blood clots, heart attacks, strokes, encephalopathy, heart arrhythmias such as atrial fibrillation, Also in the elderly, we're seeing an increase in falls, syncope, acute onset of confusion with unknown ideology, 
Also, two young and healthy co-workers I know have vision changes, tingling and numbness to lower extremities they're still dealing with. Another and by the way, I'm, I have had three close friends, not close, three acquaintances, people I know firsthand that took the vaccination and died within 10 days. Um, this is not new. I'm talking to more and more people. You just don't hear it. If you're watching CNN, I am sorry, but at this point, if you're watching CNN, you're an idiot because they've lost over 70% of their viewers. I'll play something for you here in a bit of all the things that they've had wrong on purpose, on purpose. But let's keep on listening to her. Or could develop DVTs. I personally had a patient die three months after his vaccines of pericarditis, which we know is a known side effect, diagnosed 30 days after a shot, no mention to VAERS. Majority of our nurses, nurse managers, and some doctors do not even... Notice she said no mention to VAERS. If you go to the VAERS website, it, if it's even up still, they take it down, put it up. It's a CDC website reporting agency for vaccination, adverse reactions, and deaths. They traditionally, they admit that it's probably at the most one-tenth of what's actually happening because the paperwork is lengthy. They've asked doctors and nurses, do you report? They don't even know about the Bayer's website. So, and on the Bayer's website, there, there's 15,000 deaths from the vaccination and other vaccinations when when it's come out that people have died, six or seven people, they've pulled it from the market. This one, you get 15,000, probably 150,000 by their, uh, what they're saying it probably is on CDC website. Let's just say 100,000 people. And now they're ramping it up and making us take it and making five-year-olds take it. I mean, come on what bears is. I've spoken to our chief medicine managers, other nurses on why we're not reporting to bears. And the most common response is, what is bears? It's a topic that's very difficult to address in the hospital setting. I bring up my concerns and I repeatedly <clears throat> get dismissed. I've been told, I'm sure someone is investigating this. Well, if we aren't, then who is? Especially since Pfizer ended their study just six months after the um, trial started. I also have been told that VAERS isn't the best indication of vaccine side effects. Well, if that's the case, what are we supposed to be looking at? Here's another thing, too. Pfizer, they were told, demanded by groups and agencies, hey, we want to know what's in vaccinations. They said, okay, sure, yeah, we can do that uh, in 55 years. Are, are we idiots? At this point, you have to really ask yourself that. Are we that? Because we're, let's face it, we're sort of biased as human beings. I, I'm biased about myself. I like to think the best about myself. But at this point, I, I, as I look at human beings, I have to wonder, you know, <laughs> I, I really have to wonder how idiotic are we? Are we committing suicide on a on a civilization level you know we're doing everything we can to the environment to kill it doing everything we can to ourselves 
to kill us. I, I know all of these health programs they come out with, none of them are going to work until we get more responsible for our health. I mean, if I, if I told you right now that almost 80%, 78% of the people that had that died from the coronavirus had one factor involved. I mean, this should be on every single news program. Almost 80%, 8 out of 10 people that died, died with one underlying factor. That factor was obesity. But even obese people have this paranoid to even say anything about weight. Because then we become, I, I don't even know what the name for that is. I, I am already, uh, I'm either a white racist or I'm a white racist and don't know I'm a white racist, which is actually worse than being a white racist than being honest about it. I mean, we are so screwed up in this country that, and I don't see too many people, Governor DeSantos and a few people, um, Trump, he's even getting sort of wobbly. I mean, wh why is he still pr promoting the vaccination when all this is coming out? I, I don't understand it. His narcissism could be the ending of his whole legacy. Over 18,000 deaths, a million permanently disabled, and the CDC admits only 1% to 10% of reactions are even being reported. And we know the hospitals are not reporting anything. This is not just where I work. I have many nurse friends in lo other local hospitals in the Southeast Louisiana say the same thing. What I also find is highly disturbing is our treatment protocol. I truly believe our protocol is killing our COVID patients. When I ask other nurses their thoughts, they agree. At this point, doctors will admit our main treatment is not working, but it's all we have. We know that's simply not true. It's just what the CDC will allow us to give. Our hands are tied. Back to our children now. We have chemotherapies that we know have side effects causing blood cancer, such as leukemia, in 10 plus years after giving the drug. We know this because we have real long-term trials on these drugs. We are not just seeing severe acute reactions with this vaccine, but we have zero idea what any long-term reactions are. Cancers, autoimmune, infertility, we just don't know. We are potentially sacrificing our children for fear of maybe dying getting sick of a virus, a virus with a 99% survival rate. Our it's 99.997%, by the way. It, it's a, a kid is almost more likely to get hit by lightning than die of COVID-19, and we're plunging these toxins into them. I mean, my God. I, I always get to this crossroad. Are, are we stupid or diabolic? Are our politicians, are, are they actually that moronic? Uh, and switch, switch the letters around, it comes out to Omicom. Uh, are they that moronic and idiotic, or are they diabolic, uh, compromised, and taken over? Uh, at this point, I have to tell you, and, and it always comes up too in, in talks, at the end of the talk, because you don't, you don't want to bring it up at the beginning, which I'm doing right now, so that's sort of crazy, but um, it, it's time we consider the fact that a lot of what's going on right now is being influenced by off-planet beings, extraterrestrials. Um, think about it, 1947, the Roswell crash. Soon after that, we, 
I mean, we were getting transistors, we've got night vision, we've got lasers, and all kinds of technology came out of that. And I think when the truth finally comes out, which I think it will, I'm not sure about that anymore, I, I think it's going to come out very strongly that there are off-planet beings. Maybe I'll play a little bit of something that David Icke says about that. Uh, because if you look back in any culture, any religion, any tribe, anything that has a, a verbal or a written history, they all talk about the same thing. How their culture, their civilization, their society, their tribes were interfered with by off-planet beings. And it always comes down to reptilians. And I, I know how that sounds. I know how I sound right now. Believe me, people point it out enough to me. I, I know it sounds crazy. But if that sounds crazy to you are, you, are you saying that the Bible sounds crazy? Because that's exactly what's being described in the Garden of Eden with the snake. Surely, surely you don't think that a snake can talk. I... I if you do, you're probably listening to the wrong channel and you should switch over to the Disney channel or something because snakes don't talk. They, they can't talk, as a matter of fact. So that's a reptilian and it's in every single culture. Children are not even at risk for this. As of now, we have more children that die from the COVID vaccine than COVID itself. And then the health department to come out and say the new variant has all the side effects of the vaccine reactions we're currently seeing. Now, it's maddening. And I don't understand why more people don't see it. And I think they do, but fear speaking out and even worse, being fired. They simply, this is not something easy for me to come up here and speak about, but I feel a deep conviction about speaking truth and what the nurses are seeing behind those hospital walls. This is not about adults who can choose to research or not. This is about our helpless children. And when I look back on this in 20 to 30 years, I have to know that I did everything I could. And I'm asking you to please ponder this. What side of history will you be on? I have to know this madness has to stop. And that is it. Thank you. Yep, and that's that's where I'm at, folks. You know, I should find a, a clip from Braveheart <clears throat> because right when the Scot, Scotch people were about to give up because they were outnumbered and they were actually turning back to go home. Uh, Mel Gibson comes out uh, and, and he's riding on his horse and he goes back and forth and he's telling the people, yes, you could go home and you can live, but you will be enslaved. You will live the rest of your life in slavery by grabbing a hold of a little bit of security and not risking at all. And he, he asked the question that I, I've asked myself, what happens in 20, 30 years when I'm lying in bed and I think to myself, if I had it to do over again, if I had all this to do over again, would I just go watch Netflix? Um, go cash my little $600 check? and go put on my mask, go get the shot, and, and help promote the jab for little children, 
and knowing what I, I know I'm going to know in 20, 30 years that it, it's not good. What would I give for to go back in time and have that just one day? Well, I have that day right now. This is my day and this is your day to step up and do something because unless we step up as individuals and do something, we're going to lose it all. We're, we're down to that point. We are past the point of no return. We can't go back to normal, whatever the hell normal was. We can't do anything except move forward. And it's either going to be moving forward towards a totalitarian takeover of our whole planet. And they're going to do it through the financial system. You know, old man Rothschild said, you know, give me the printing press and the power of the money, and I care not who votes for who. It says, I don't care who makes the laws. I don't care who votes. Give me the power of money. That's how much power these people have. They have it over us. And now, now we're branching off into cryptocurrency, and a lot of people are buying gold and silver, land, uh, trying to put their money in real stuff. But we're going we're gonna to have to find some medium to barter and trade with if we want to get out of the fiat money system and uh, stop participating. Absolutely stop. This is how we win the game. We're not going to win the game by picking up arms and going against them with our AR-15. They have tanks. That's, not, that's what they want us to do. We win this war by non-participation, civil disobedience, on steroids, absolutely not participating in it. And yeah, for sure, a few of us are going to get hung. Um, who is it? Benjamin Franklin said in respect to this, you know, a few of us are going to get hung, but if we don't do something, all of us are going to get hung. All of us, including the people that are against us right now. The, the woke generation, the, the millennials with blue hair trying to tell me how to live my life, and they haven't even got out off their parents' couch yet. I mean, I, I, I know I, I get a little bit going here, but I tell you, it's getting serious, folks. It's getting very, very serious. So let's switch gears a little bit. Actually, we're still in the same line of thought here because my wife was just in the hospital wow, six weeks ago. Uh, she had a mitral valve replacement. You do not want to be in the hospitals right now, <clears throat> especially if you don't have your, your vaccination. I had to take so many COVID tests, and it's expensive too. My, my stepson just went back to Brazil it's so ridiculous. I mean, they want you to take the test. The test, you get the results within 48 hours. You get to the airport, and the test has to be within the, the last 24 hours. So you got this little overlapping window there. You had to take a couple of COVID tests on the way in Panama and some other place, you know, $270. People are just fleecing us. They're, they're, they're making money off of us. I mean, how many phone calls do you get a day telling you that, your, your car warranty is almost up. What kind of idiot would, well, I shouldn't say that. Some old people that just bought a car two or three years ago, 
I can see where they would fall for that and, you know, call back. I mean, you, you call back and it's some kid from the Philippines. I mean, that, that should be your first clue right there. But let's, let's take a look at the COVID test. Now, the COVID test, I, I've heard some conspiracy stories about this that are unbelievable. This is from the Reese Report. Uh, he does really good things. He's on band.video or I guess it's reesereport.com. He does a really good job. They're like three to five minutes and always nails it right, right on the head and uh, doesn't waste any time with it. Check this out. On October 25th of 2021, the CDC released an order continuing to deceptively act as if they have that authority, requiring proof of negative COVID tests from all international air travelers two years old and up boarding a flight to the United States beginning on December 6th. The passenger has to be tested within 24 hours of travel. To meet these CDC requirements, the tests can be self-administered. The tests are not approved by the FDA, but have been greenlit under the Emergency Use Authorization Authority. So if anything goes wrong, the manufacturer is free of liability. Emergency Use uh, Authority, this comes in really important too to understand why it is they're able to get emergency use authorization for the uh, vaccines. How they do that, and the reason they can't do that is if there were viable uh, alternative ways to treat the flu, excuse me, COVID-19, uh, Delta, Omicron. You know what, if you mix the letters around with Delta, Omicron, it comes out to um, media control. I mean, is it just weird synchronistic things or are we in a computerized simulation that uh, glitches happen? I, I don't know. But the reason that they don't want us to be able to use ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine or any number of the other um, things that actually work is because if they did, they wouldn't have the emergency use authorization. What could go wrong is that Abbott has included the lethal drug sodium azide into the do-it-yourself test kit. Sodium azide has caused deaths for decades. Even minute amounts can cause organ damage, sowing most of its damage into the heart and brain. There is a small warning and instructions not to touch the swab to the Regent solution. Yeah, what could go wrong? And again, we're, we're talking... I'm sorry I have to keep using the, the word moron because it's not very nice. It's, I, I can't think of a better word that is nicer to use. Uh, maybe highly uneducated uh, people that refuse to read or look at the facts. Uh, it's just easier to say moron. It comes in a little vile what he's talking about and just a little bit of that, that you put your little swab into, a little bit of that can cause all this. The lethal sodium azide. But mistakes happen. And there have been several deaths and injuries in hospitals and laboratories by trained professionals handling sodium azide. 
In one instance, sodium azide was poured down a drain, causing it to explode and release toxic gas. Sodium azide is fatal if swallowed, fatal in contact with skin, and fatal if inhaled. And it is now included in over-the-counter test kits for frantic everyday citizens to hurry through a day before international travel, including two-year-olds. What could go wrong? For Infowars.com, this is Greg Reese. So, <laughs> here we are again. I mean, there's so many things wrong with what's going on. Uh, sometimes I, I don't know exactly where to start. But that has to do with vaccinations and testing. Both of those things, there's so many things wrong about that and dangerous that you have to come to some kind of conclusion. Either the powers that be, the pharmaceutical companies, either they are very uh, stupid and uh, truly do want our, our best interest at heart, and they're just making stupid mistakes, which I don't think is true, or they really are trying to kill us. And, and I'm not being a fear monger or trying to, but, but at some point you have to at least question it. I, I heard Rand Paul, he was being interviewed by one of the uh, left wing interviewers. I don't know his name, Papadopoulos or something. Um, and the interviewer asked Rand Paul, do you think the election was stolen? from President Trump. And he says, well, Rand Paul says, well, let me just put it this way. Um, we've tried to get some of the anomalies and some of the things that were absolutely shown to be wrong looked at, but we can't even get a judge to look at it because once the judge looks at it, now they're under the gun to make some kind of a determination. If they say, no, this, this doesn't warrant more looking into, and later on, come to find out it did, then you know, it's a mark against them. And he started naming off so many things, so many things. I, I don't know if the election was stolen because we can't look at any of the evidence. But I do know that enough happened to warrant an investigation, but we're not getting it. Uh, we need an investigation into January 6th. Uh, a real one, <laughs> not the one that they're doing right now. Uh, most of the people on that committee are dead against half of America. It's, uh, and we still have hundreds of people in jail right now as basically political prisoners. Uh, they weren't terrorists. They didn't go there to shut down anything or to kick Biden out or to get Trump and push him up there on the podium. Uh, Actually, they were guided in there. If you look at the tapes, you'll see that they were guided in there. Uh, I don't know how long this show can be, but I, I have some clips here that are undeniable. I mean, completely undeniable. Now, what I'm going to be playing right now, I, I've been watching a lot of uh, a lot of the videos and interviews that uh, have been banned basically. And it's on band.video. 
Uh, it's an Alex Jones site. And people say, if I say Alex Jones, they go, Alex Jones, you mean the conspiracy? Yeah, the conspiracy guy. I have gone back 20 years and I have watched so much of what he's done this past year and a half, I'd say. And I would say 99% of everything that he has talked about is happening right now today. I mean, exactly. And then you get into, oh, okay, how does this guy know? And you have to get past Alex Jones. He's, rah, 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 you know, it's like, he's tough. Uh, but you can't kill the messenger. You, you, you have to listen to the message. And I, I've watched some of this stuff, and it's dead on. I mean, he is dead on. And then I ask myself, okay, how did he know all this is going to happen? Well, if you watch, he explains it. He's reading from their paperwork. He's reading from their agencies, from their websites, from their people. He's not making this stuff up. He just, at this point, he has a really good group of researchers, but he gets up early. I mean, he gets up early almost every day and drills down into this stuff and starts looking at what's going on and telling people. That's all. He's not psychic. He's not a super good guesser. He's just reading what they write. Uh, it's them that's writing about they want to depopulate the earth. I mean, it's all over TED Talk. It's all over the World Economic Forum. It's all over the United Nations website. Bill Gates talks about it. Bill Gates' dad was a eugenics person. He, he started family planning. I mean, it's another thing, too. What's his name? Uh, Klaus Schwab. I, I got curious about this guy. He's the director of the World Economic Forum. He's a character. His dad um, supplied weapons to the Nazis. And almost all of these people, if you look at their backgrounds, I mean, look at two of the presidents we had, the Bushes. Their dad was Pres dad and grandfather was Prescott Bush. He worked with the Nazis. He worked with Chase Bank. Chase Bank is one of the biggest banks all over. They tried to completely take over our government back in, I think it was the 40s. Uh, this guy named General Smedley Butler uh, got wind of it and worked his way into the group and exposed it. But they had generals. They, I mean, we would be living in a different country right now if it wasn't for Smedley Butler. How many people even know that name? He, he saved the country. Uh, I, I don't... It seems like I have a difficult time talking right now because I feel like I'm being patronizing because it seems like everybody should know this, but they don't. They, they don't know it. And that, that's what really worries me because this is how it happens. Almost all of their power comes from secrecy. But once you pull the curtain back and see it's just an old pedophile pulling levers behind the curtain, Everything changes, and it's changing right now. I would say that the the good people, the good guys, are gaining on the bad guys, uh, the, and the bad guys they're slowing down. We're we're gaining on them, and we're going to overtake them. But what worries me is they know that too, and 
it would be foolhardy to not see that they probably have plan B and plan C and plan D and plan E, F, G. They, they have this, they're way out in front of us. And they knew that by pushing it this hard, it would wake up a lot of people. But check this out. Listen, listen to this. And uh, we'll go from there. What's going on uh, here is that we have a situation where we have people in positions of authority. Okay, this is Dr. McCulloch on the Joe Rogan show, by the way. And he's talking about Sanjay Gupta, the biggest sellite, sellout, fraud, liar I can even imagine. If you want to see a really good uh, interview, go to Spotify and then go to Joe Rogan's podcast and look up Dr. McCulloch or look up Sanjay Gupta. Um, you know, Joe Rogan calls him basically a liar and a fraud for not straightening out some things that CNN said about him. But this is Dr. McCulloch talking about uh, Sanjay Gupta and talking kids, your kids. By the way, these are your kids that they're coming after. They even said, we're coming after your kids. I mean, wake up. So you had on here in a position of authority with Sanjay Gupta. And I'm going to pick on it a little bit because Sanjay Gupta uh, came on Sesame Street. And I want to show the graphic if I don't have it. He came on Sesame Street and... Uh, what he did is with another CNN correspondent, he was actually seducing children into taking the vaccine. Yeah, I saw that. It's very disturbing. Okay, seducing. I am telling you, no good doctor would do that because there must be risks and benefits. Did he tell the kids and the parents there's FDA warnings that this can cause heart inflammation? Did the other CNN correspondent who's a mother, did she show even show an ounce of concern? What Scott Atlas uses in his book, Joe's, he used, the term he uses is off the rails. We're off the rails. People in positions of authority are doing bad things, trying to seduce children into taking a vaccine that has official FDA warnings on it without giving fair balance. That's malfeasance. That's wrongdoing by people in position of authority. These are criminals. I mean, at this point, these are criminals. Um, and and I, I think if this plays out to where the good guys win, and I like to think of myself as a good guy, unless there's a, there's a whole lot that I don't know about, and they're giving these vaccinations to people, even knowing that it's killing a lot of people to save us from something else that's coming, which is possible. You know, anything's possible at this point. But the evidence shows that's not the case. These people are criminals. And as we go up into the future, I, I think we're going to reach a point to where we're going to have Nuremberg type trials and some of these people will end up hanging and being executed it's that bad it is that bad i'm not an alarmist either by the way uh, matter of fact i i'm notoriously toning things down um, but it's that bad it, it is uh, beyond anything that we can even think about right now because we're in a new world order. Now, before you say Peter McCulloch is uh, maybe not qualified or something, this is him on the Joe Rogan show, giving a brief rundown of who he is and his qualifications. And uh, you can't argue with that.
you would please just tell, state your credentials and tell everybody what you do. I'm Dr. Peter McCullough. I'm an internist and cardiologist. I'm also trained in epidemiology. I'm in academic practice in Dallas, Texas. So I see patients about half the time. I saw patients yesterday who drove down uh, today to see you here in the studio. See, this is important too. He actually sees patients. So he's face to face with the people that he's dealing with. Dr. Fauci, he hasn't seen a patient in three decades. He's a bureaucrat, uh, a very, very poor uh, communicator because he out and out lies. Uh, the only way he gets away with it is people, morons, again, believe him. Uh, but it's getting to the point even the morons are waking up. And uh, the rest of my time I spend as an author, an editor, I'm the editor of a major journal in cardiovascular medicine, the former editor of an international journal, I'm the president of a major medical society right now, currently about five years into that position. And uh, you know, I frequently publish I'm, uh, in my field. I study the interface between heart and kidney disease. I'm the most published person in my field in history. So, I mean, it, Let's face it, he has way more credentials than me and probably 99% of the people that listens to me right now. So if you have a person that is telling you, and I've used this example before, this analogy, if you want to know who's telling you the truth, and there's two people up there on the stage, one person's telling you that vaccinations are good for you, they're safe, the other person is saying, well, not so safe. Okay, you go to the person that's saying that they're safe. You go, yeah, yeah, they're safe. Okay, great. Go to the person that's saying that they're not so safe. You say, okay, well, great. Where's the evidence? And the person that's saying that they're not safe says, well, here's the evidence. And there's like a big pile of papers, videos, and research data, and all kinds of information, the, the death rates, everything, the all the everything you could possibly hope for to prove his point. So you go back to the person and say, no, 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 the vaccinations are safe, they're good for you. And you say, okay, where's the research? Where's your evidence? Well, um, some of it's proprietary, so we can't show you. And the other evidence we have, what's in the vaccinations, uh, we'll show that to you in 55 years. Who the hell are you going to believe? I mean, this is what I mean. It drives me crazy when I'm trying to tell somebody things like this and, and they still don't quite get it. We're being lied to continuously. Remember two weeks to flatten the curve almost two years ago? We, we forgot all about that. That's another thing too. The, the, the memory span of most people is really short. We forget about all the lies. The, you don't need a mask. You do need a mask. You need two masks, three masks. Well, if you get the vaccination, you don't need a mask. Well, if you get the vaccination, you still need a mask, and you still need two masks, probably. But now you need the booster. Even the vaccination, we told you that's all you would have to have. Now you need a booster. That'll fix everything up, but you still need a mask. Whoops, now you need another booster, because the first booster didn't work the way we thought it would, and you need to be safe, so you, you got to have a mask. Whoops. Now we need a third booster. I think Israel's on their fifth booster. Come on, people. My God. <sighs> <laughs> How 
I, I've gone through this with people with my magazine, The Lotus Guide. A, a long time ago, I, I put out uh, a front page thing about uh, chemtrails. And people would just say, what are you talking about? They're not, they wouldn't spray us with toxic poisons. You know, strontium and barium and all these toxic heavy elements. They wouldn't do that. I said, well, they are doing that. So I guess they would do that. And I was called a conspiracy theorist. Well, now we know that they are doing that. They have been doing that for almost 20 years that we know of. And the government even admits that they're doing it right now with over 50, 55, uh, they call them aerosol programs or something. I, I'm so loaded up with stuff and information. I, I'm forgetting some of this stuff, but basically they admit that they're doing it now. Then I, I did a, a front page about UFOs. And people still, I mean, 30% of the people still don't believe in UFOs. I'm going, okay, I, I hear you, I hear you. But what about all the evidence? And what evidence? Well, the, the videos, the, the photographs, and now that the fact that the government is admitting, admitting to us publicly, the Pentagon and the Air Force are saying that, yes, there are uh, aerial phenomena happening in our skies, in our atmosphere, that we do not know who they are, where they came from, or anything about them. Personally, I think they're lying. I, I think they know more than that. Uh, and it might even be them, you know. But there is unidentified flying objects in our atmosphere. And there, there's been so many things in our magazine. I, I probably should have waited a few months to do some of these, but... Um, once you know something, you, you just want to start telling people, which is why I have a magazine, why I have a podcast, for God's sakes. Uh, and now it's about the vaccinations. I mean, I, I have a pretty good track record of, I don't think I've said one thing in my magazine or podcast that hasn't been true. And I'm sure that there are little deviations. I, what was it? I... In one of the articles, it was about uh, totalitarianism, tiptoeing that way, you know. And, and in this last issue, it was about collective insanity. I brought up the fact that uh, the United Nations basically are saying that they want to kill off most of us, down to a half a billion people, 500 million people. And some lady wrote me, she was pretty kind about it, she says... That's not what the United Nations website says on Agenda 21. I've read the whole thing. And I said, well, yeah, they, they don't come right out and tell you we're going to kill you. But I said, really look at it deeply. And she did. And they gave out some of the equations of what they wanted to start working on. And if you do the math, it comes out to they want to kill most of the people on planet Earth. Uh, Bill Gates says the same thing. Uh, Ted Turner says, actually, Ted Turner says it'd be better to get it down to 200 or 300 million people on the planet. That would be the ideal. His words, not mine. All of these elites are talking about the same thing. They, they want to get rid of most of the people on the planet. Now, granted, um, if it's the right people uh, like them instead of me, I, I, I wasn't invited to this party. Um, 
if it was the right people, I, I could see where in the long run that might be a good idea. But who's going to choose the people? The people that are choosing the people to remove aren't very nice. And if they're the ones that's left in charge, the half a billion people that are left, uh, we're going to have a tough time because now they can control us. Now they can. Right now they can't. There's too many of us. For every one of them, there's probably 10 or 20,000 of us. It's not the one percenters. It's, it's a small group of people. Small. If you could pick the right 300 people and take them out, I'm not saying go do it, you know. You know don't spread the gossip that I'm saying go out and kill people. Uh, if, you, if you had the right 300 people, it would cripple their agendas. If you could pick out the right 3,000 people, it would just bring the whole thing down to a screeching halt. Uh, there would be no more Bohemian Grove. There would be no more bullshit. We would start building uh, a better world at that point if we got rid of the right people. But these people want to get rid of the wrong people, which maybe I'm biased, but I, I think that's me. <laughs> now here, Dr. McCulloch is going to talk about uh, what I briefly started talking about. And again, this is on the American Journal on band.video. And it's a only go there if you dare. You, you better be a little bit prepared for that because it's going to take you deep down into the rabbit hole that doesn't go anywhere. It just keeps on going. Uh, but now he's going to be talking about what I briefly talked about as far as the emergency use. Here we go. It's not patient works substantially, and we've had a giant loss of life, a giant number, millions and millions of unnecessary hospitalizations. Uh, and it seemed to me, and I said, I told Tucker Carlson and many others, it seems to me early on, there was an intentional, very comprehensive suppression of early treatment in order to promote fear, suffering, isolation, hospitalization, and death. And it seemed to be completely organized and intentional in order to create acceptance for and then promote Mass and they they could not have done that without the emergency use authorization. They would have had to gone through all kinds of trials and everything. This we're, we're being scammed, people. I mean, I, I can't think of a better way to put it than this is a scam, and we're the ones that's paying the price. And you know what? <clears throat> this this is another thing. I'm going to be a little bit harsh here, but you know what? Screw it. The, the time to be harsh and getting in people's faces has come. If you're, if you're going to take the vaccination, if you've talked to your doctor and you really trust your doctor and possibly if you're obese or if you have diabetes or if you're over 90 years old or something, yeah, you might as well take it, uh, you know, because that's the ones that's having most of the problems. Um, I think under 60, it's hardly anybody. It's 99 point something. If you want to do it, fine. But I, and I have, you know, whatever. You're going to have to deal with it. But if you take your children in to get this vaccination, and children have a 99.997% of nothing ever happening to them, I mean, Kids don't die of the flu. And you you put this jab into them 
and it destroys their immune system, shame on you. As a parent, as a human being, shame, shame, shame on you. Because you just projected your, your child's life of misery and pain and who knows what else. We, that, and that's the point. We don't know. Uh, I mean, if you give your child this jab, it seems like it's causing inflammation of the heart, strokes, violent episodes of shaking. Um, and these are doctors, uh, researchers. Even the person that came out with the mRNA vaccine or treatment, he says, don't use it. <laughs> don't do it. But, you know, as a parent, I think you have a responsibility to err on the side of caution, uh, especially when it's your, your child isn't in any great danger. So you believe this is a premeditated thing that they were doing. So they realized that in order to get people enthusiastic about taking this vaccine, the best way to do that was to not have a protocol for treatment. It's not just my idea. Now it's completely laid out by the book by Dr. Pam Popper, the book recently published by Peter Bregan, uh, COVID-19 and the Global Predators, We Are the Prey. I wrote one of the uh, introductions, Dr. Lee Fleet and Dr. Vladimir Renko, who's also like, wrote the other introductions. These books are basically nonfiction. They have a thousand citations in the Bregan book showing how it was coordinated and planned. Now Bobby Kennedy has his book out, The Real Anthony Fauci. I'm the most uh, mentioned physician in that book. I can tell you. If you want to find the evidence that Moderna was working on the vaccine before the virus ever emanated out of the lab, if you wanted to find the, the collusions and the operations between the Gates Foundation and Gavi and SEBI and Pfizer and Moderna and the vaccine manufacturers and the Wuhan lab and the National Institutes of Health and Ralph Barrick and University of North Carolina and Chapel Hill and how all this was organized, if you want to see the Johns Hopkins planning seminar called the SPARS pandemic in 2017, where they had a symposium, people showed up, they wrote up their symposium findings, they published this. It says it's going to be a coronavirus. It's going to be related to MERS and SARS. It's going to come over here to the United States. It's going to shut down cities and frighten people. There's going to be confusion regarding a drug, hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin. And we're going to utilize all that in order to railroad the population into mass vaccination. It's laid out in the Johns Hopkins SPARS pandemic training seminar. The only thing that got wrong was the year. They said it was going to be 2025. Instead, it landed a few years early. Well, <clears throat> I'm not too sure how anyone could listen to that and not cause some suspicion, at least. Um, here's another one for you, too. Guess who owns the patents on, uh, I think it's Pfizer, might be Pfizer and Moderna. Guess who owns the patents? Fauci and uh, Bill Gates. Now, I'm not sure, but both those people are success-driven people. They have no problem lying. They have, they're psychopaths, so they have no compassion for people. Uh, doesn't that seem like too much of an enticement to have the people that owns the patents be in charge of promoting the vaccines? And guess who paid to do the research and all the patents? You taxpayers. The U.S. government actually is part owner in these patents 
but we're not, I, I haven't received any money from it. There's billions of dollars being made. I haven't received, oh, I got $600, but that was for something else. That was for phony counterfeit money that they printed up. Um, we printed up 40% of the money that's ever been printed in the history of the United States. 40% in the last uh, year and a half, 18 months. I let, Let's just put it this way. What do you think would happen? Let, let's pretend that gets three years ago. What if I'd say to you, what do you think would happen if we shut down the whole planet for two years, um, take some countries like Australia, Austria, different, different countries, and completely lock them down and throw them in internment camps if they argue about it or if they even post about it or even if they try to protest or anything. Two years, lock everybody down, shut businesses and everything. And then at the end of that, print up trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions of unbacked dollars and pump it out into the economy. What do you think would happen? I, I know what you would say. Anybody, feeble-minded person would say, well, that's sort of stupid. Uh, you know what would happen. That, that would cripple the economy. Well, that's what we're doing. And we're getting ready to print out more money. And again, we get to the point where we have to say, okay, are these people complete morons and stupid and been taken over by some hive mind of off-planet beings? Or are they just out-and-out demonic, satanic, deliberately evil people trying to destroy their own world? It's, it's going to fall down on one side or the other. Um, I, I think Biden, I, I don't get any enjoyment of watching him out on the world stage falling asleep at important events and stumbling and tripping over his words and saying stupid things that don't make any sense whatsoever. Uh, no enjoyment at all. It, it was sort of funny at the very beginning, uh, but after 10 minutes, it, it wasn't funny anymore. Uh, if that was my grandpa, I'd be... Hey, Grandpa, <laughs> I think it's time to come home and uh, relax because this isn't working. You know what? There, there's so much that I I was wanting to get to today. I can see why people are doing like Joe Rogan do a three-hour show because once you get into this stuff, there's so much stuff that it, it takes a while to really drill down into it. So it looks like I'm just going to stick with the, the vaccinations and uh, what's going on with Fauci and Bill Gates and everything. And, and this is for some of you that really just haven't been keeping up. Um, there's a few websites that you can watch that are sort of soft, but, you know, it's talking about what's happening. Tucker Carlson, he's doing a really good job at exposing a lot of this. The Rubin Report, Ben Shapiro, uh Dave Rubin and Ben Shapiro, they, they both got the hell out of California. They're, they're down in Florida now. Um, it's, it's getting worse and worse and worse here in California. I live up here in Northern California, and I have to tell you, it's not comfortable. It, it's not comfortable here. Uh, I don't know how long my magazine would last if I, I, I try to control myself in the articles that I write, not become a target in respect 
for the advertisers that's in it. That's the reason I, I like doing the podcast because I can just sort of let it all out uh, to some degree. There's some things I'm not talking about because it, one, it would be too unbelievable. And two, it, it would make me too much of a target. And I, I want, there's more I want to get across. But I wanted to get into a, a lot of other things today. And I, I suppose I should start doing more podcasts than just one every other Saturday on BBS radio. But for now, let's be honest with you. That's about all I can uh, muster up. You know, I, I just bought a dog about five months ago. He weighs 100 pounds already. Um, he sort of has saved my sanity. Max, he's a, a Rottweiler, and he's like a, I call him my little puppy. But, you know, he, he's a big little puppy, but he still thinks he's a little puppy. And uh, I'm dealing with my wife going through mitral valve replacement and another ablation and several cardioversions. And right now she's stable, and that's really, really good. That's 90% of my focus is on my wife and my dog, in that order, by the way. Because um, uh, what, what else is important, really? I mean, I, I do this show because I feel compelled. Everybody should feel compelled to make their voices known when they find out something. Uh, if you find something that's wrong, what do you do? You, you go tell your friends about it. If you see a, a really good movie, you go tell your friends about it. That's what human beings do. And that's what I'm doing now. But check this out. This is Again, this is the Reese Report. The reception of Robert Kennedy Jr.'s book, The Real Anthony Fauci, is clear evidence of a mass awakening. The people are waking up to see Fauci for what he is, an absolute psychopath. We've learned of how he directed experiments at the NIAID in which beagles had their vocal cords removed and their heads enclosed in cages where sand fleas ate them alive. And we've learned of how he fraudulently used PCR tests to illegitimately push a known deadly drug upon tens of thousands of people. So Fauci goes back a long ways. And he he was instrumental in the AIDS virus epidemic of actually killing at least 10,000, but some people say a lot more, of people that died with AIDS. And maybe they didn't even die of AIDS. Maybe they died of the medication. And that's, that's what we're going to be looking back on right now. It's happening right now, 10, 20 years from now, as we look at the cascade of people dying from this uh, treatments for COVID-19. And many are now learning that in 1992, under the direction of Anthony Fauci, the NIAID funded drug trials on HIV-positive children. Although many of the children were healthy and asymptomatic, they had merely tested positive via faulty PCR tests administered through New York's Child Welfare Department, who then handed them over to the deadly experiments. Most of the drugs being tested on the children were already known to cause deformities, organ failure, brain damage, and other lethal side effects. What the hell? You know, how are we letting these people get into position? 
Fauci is the highest paid bureaucrat in our government right now. How do we let these people get in there? It's because good people do nothing. What, what's the saying? For bad people to do bad things, all that has to happen is for good people to do nothing. We have been doing nothing. You know, if, if I was like 30 years younger, maybe 40, um, I'd probably go into politics, not because I'd like it. I, I hate it. I think it's dirty and disgusting and everything else. But at some point, we have to take one for the team and get in there and start changing things. Because there's a few people in there, you know, Ted Cruz and Rand Paul, and there's a few people, uh, I forget the woman's name, Green. Um, they're trying to do their best. Uh, Rand Paul, he's pretty well-spoken. Uh, Ted Cruz, he's a little rough around the edges, but he's he's going for the, the, the juggler as far as Fauci goes, and so is Rand Paul. And look at our border. I mean, my God, people, almost 2 million people that we know of has come across our southern borders in the past eight months, nine months. Isn't that a little bit of a wake-up call? We're not even allowed to call them illegal immigrants now. We're not allowed to call pedophiles pedophiles. We call them minor attracted adults. I mean, what the hell? You know, what in the hell is happening here? And this is getting into the mind virus. Maybe my next show will get into the, that part of this. But for now, let's continue on. And yet the children were required to continue with the drugs regardless of negative side effects. Those administering the drugs were explicitly told that all adverse side effects they witnessed in the children were being caused by the HIV infection. Well, that's enough for me. You know, that tells me right there that there's something that we should be looking at. I, I interviewed um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. a while back, and we sort of touched on some of this stuff also. Uh, people are out there trying to wake us up. Well, I think we have to call it quits for today. Man, time goes fast. Um, if, you, if you're watching this on YouTube, Rumble, or BitChute, you can see that this is the background uh, photo from uh, They Live. If you haven't seen that, you, you should see it. Uh, so many things, Matrix, everything. When it, when it came out, they were science fiction. Now I, I'm not too sure. I, I'm not too sure about anything anymore. Well, thanks for tuning in, and if you feel compelled to make a donation, you can go to lotusguide.com forward slash donations, or donation, please donations. And if you want to email me, it's rahasia, R-A-H-A-S-Y-A, at usa.com. And once again, you can catch everything I'm doing on bbsradio.com forward slash spiritual activist. Because I believe we are spiritual, but we better take action. Thank you, and I'll see you again in two weeks.